Hi everybody, welcome to the first episode of Religions Around the World. Today we are going to discover the Islam, one of the most biggest and important religions around the world. Of all non-Western religions, Islam is the closest to the West, closer because of its geographical location but also because of its ideology, since from the religion's point of view it belongs to the Abrahamic family, while the philosophical one rests on the Greeks. But, in spite of this mental and spatial proximity, Islamism is the religion that is most difficult to understand in the West, an American journalist wrote, No other part of the world is most hopelessly, systematically and stubbornly misunderstood by us than that religious, cultural and geographic structure known as Islamism. The name of this religion is Islam, derived from the root SLM whose primary meaning is peace, but with a second sense of dedication, so its full connotation is the peace that comes when one's life is given to God. Philip Hiddick writes, Around the name of the Arabs shines that halo that belongs to the conquerors of the world. Not of a century after they emerged, they became masters of an empire that stretched from the shores of the Atlantic to the confines of China, an empire greater than that of Rome in its heyday. In this period of unprecedented expansion, they integrated into their creed, their language and even their physical type more, more being aliens to them than any other race, including the Hellenic, the Roman, the Anglo-Saxon and the Russian. Following the lineage of Ishmael in Arabia, we came towards the end of the 6th century to Muhammad, the prophet through whom, according the Muslims, Islam took its final form. Before Muhammad, there had been two prophets of God, but he was the crown glory, hence the name the seal of the prophets. After him, there will be no other prophet. was born in the main tribe of Mecca, the Quraysh, approximately in the year 570, and he was called Muhammad, or highly praised, a name that has since become the most used in the world by men. His childhood was full of tragedy. As his father died a few days before he was born, his mother when he was six years old, and his grandfather 
who took care of him after his mother's death when he had turned eight. He was then adopted by an uncle, although his uncle's deteriorating financial situation forced the young orphan to work hard, tending his uncle's flock. His new family received him with love. It is said that the angels of God had entered the heart of Mohammed and filled it with light. When he became major, Mohammed worked at Scarabernerai and at the age of 25 entered the service of a wealthy widow named Hadija. His prudence and integrity greatly impressed the lady and gradually their relationship became more affectionate and eventually turned into love. Although she was 50 years older than him, they married and were happy couple in every way. During the long and desolate period that followed, in which no one would believe in him, not even himself, Hadija remained by his side, comforting him and feeding the scarce flame of hope. According to tradition, God comforted him through her as she eased his burden. Later, during the night of power, he was visited by the angel of God to receive the revelation that could make him the seal of the prophets. The admiration, respect and affection that Muslims feel for Mohammed is an impressive historical fact. They see him as a man who lived life to an exceptional extent. Mohammed was not only a shepherd, a merchant, a hermit, an exile, a soldier, a preacher, king and a mystic, but he was also an orphan married for many years to a woman much older than himself, a desolate father, a widower and finally the husband of many women so much younger than himself. In all these roles he played an exemplary role. All this is taken into account by Muslims when they accompany his name with the words blessing and peace be upon you. But even so, they never confuse him with the earthly center of their faith, for that place is reserved for the Bible of Islam, the Quran. The Quran is a continuation of the Old and New Testaments, the previous revelation of God and is presented as the culmination of the former. This entitles Jews and Christians to be included with Muslims as people of the book.
participants that regulate the private life of Muslims as it relates to God are the five pillars of Islam. The, fi the first pillar is the profession of faith or Shahada, the belief that there is no God but God and Muhammad is the messenger of God is central to Islam. The second pillar is the prayer or Salat. Muslims pray facing Mecca five times a day, at dawn, noon, mid-afternoon, sunset, and after dark. The third pillar of Islam is the alms or zakat. In accordance with Islamic law, Muslims donate a fixed portion of their income to community members in need. The fourth is the fasting or saum. During the daylight hours of Ramadan, the ninth month of the Islamic calendar, all healthy adult Muslims are required to abstain from food and drink. And the fifth pillar of Islam is the pilgrimage. Every Muslim whose health and finances permit it must make at least one visit to the holy city of Mecca in present-day Saudi Arabia. Today, Islam is the fastest growing religion in the world and is expected to surpass Christianity as the world's largest religion by 2040. I hope you enjoyed discovering Islam as much as I did. See you next time. Thanks for listening to our first episode. Bye bye.